What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Woke. Today, today, we're talking about the love of anime. Not anime, anime. Let's get this shit started. Okay, so. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> As you can hear in the background, I got Joe in the studio today with me. I got Jeffrey with me. But before we get started with the show, shout out to your show, Unfiltered Brothers. Shout out to my sponsor at Chale Clothing. That's C-H-A-L-E Clothing. Make sure you go give them a look. Got great stuff out right now. New athletic wear and more things to come. So, with that being said, let's get into the topic, fellas. I want to ask this real question first because this has been pondering me. How do you feel about the shift in the culture of anime where now it's not like a secret that we have to keep no more? Where it's like it's popularized now so everybody fuck with it. Like everybody fuck with it now. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like for me it's like in in a real way this is a better way to get more animes out there because the more eyes you got on something – the more you're going to see that type of anime or that type of story and also more eyeballs on stuff, the more the studios are going to be like, oh, well, let's put some more uh, stuff out. So, like, I think the only thing it can be challenging with probably is just culturally you got people used to shit on it constantly and now they're like, yeah, I watch Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you got it? No. Man, <laughs> man I told this man he needs a better setup. Y'all need a TV moved in from It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna squeeze up in here, man. I don't want to mess up. Yeah, put them in sport mode. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck them niggas that was joking on me at high school. <laughs> don't you do that. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, I mean, I think I completely agree with, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, like, look at what Crunchyroll has done as far as um Korean webtoons and stuff with God of High School. Like, now we have media that wasn't like at first no one really cared about stuff like that like we would probably never would have seen some of the animes that we see now because of the fact that it was a low-key type thing and it was only popular in japan and stuff like that but now we're getting like more anime games like bandai namco is coming out with more stuff so i'm here for it i think that and i think it's dope that now we have a generation of people that have since they accept it it's like better for them because like i mean I told my friends, my friends knew, like, I was I was always big in anime. Like, I wasn't hiding shit. You know, it was it was like, you either going to accept me or not. Like, I put some of them niggas on to it. <laughs> they was telling me stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, now you now those kids that were hiding it, they don't have to. And I think that's, a, like, that's dope in itself because it can be, like, a conversation starter or, like, you know, just, like, it's just a, a thing on media. Like, I think I was, shit, I was, like, super, um, I was old when I finally was like, fuck it. I'm going to tell people I watch it. I was like, maybe like, I, you know, it was when I started dating my girlfriend. And I was like, look, all right, I'm a nerd. Marvel, Capcom. Oh, that's only the tip of the iceberg, baby. <laughs> this, this, I'm about to say this, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> that worm hole goes deep. But uh, yeah, I was like, and she was just like, Okay, so now I get her to watch some stuff with me if I feel like if it's interesting enough, and, you know, I think it's dope. Yeah, it's like, I don't disagree with that. Like, I think it is cool that we get to, who, open it up to the world now that people are taking it like, oh, it is kind of cool. 
But I feel like some of it just isn't genuine. Some people just dick riders. But we always gonna have those. Oh, reg- yeah. We gonna always gonna have those regardless of what it is. But I do think it's great because it's like you can eat. But it's like you know, regardless like of what it is. I know like my girlfriend like I put her on to uh, the anime Seven Deadly Sins, and like after watching the first season, she snapped me and was like, "What the hell did you do to me?" Now I like the show, and I was like, like I said, "You welcome." <laughs> uh, for real and it's like it's a great conversational star like Joe said and like Jeffrey said it is one of those things where it's like now we all can have something in common and it's not something that isn't like just music or, or like movies it's something that is unique in in itself so into that what was y'all first anime? Oh, Dragon Ball Z like out the rip yeah I mean that, that's the fr- well Dragon Ball I might have even watched well I probably saw them concurrently at the same time, probably, uh, because I can remember watching Dragon Ball at my grandma's house, and then Dragon Ball Z would come on right after it. So that, for me, was like, Toonami was my way of seeing anime, because that's when they brought out the whole roster, and like that's even how my little brother started. So like you would see Inuyasha on up there, you would see Full Metal, just like all sorts of stuff up there. But Dragon Ball Z was definitely the first one I actually was like, oh, you know. I had had my mom, like, she knew Power Rangers, uh, Dragon Ball Z. I was running through that house yelling, like, bro, hey, when Trunks came out, hey, I had a sword in my be- in my shirt, and I was chopping people up, like, ha, like, hey, it was dope, bro. I was out doing it. I respect it. I do. Dragon Ball Z was definitely my first anime because it was like, I watched Dragon Ball Z, then Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, it's where it started, and then like I transitioned into like with the help of my uncle, you know, shout out Mike. Um, I started watching Bleach. And that became like my favorite anime. Like I'm, I'm glad new season is upon us. This is a wonderful day. Why is Bleach called Bleach? I never got the answer to that. Why is a lot of anime called what they are? Uh, like, let's. I'm just. Joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I really don't know why it's called Bleach, but it's one of those things I just don't question. I just watch it. Do they clean a lot of stuff in the shows? Do they clean a lot of stuff in the show? Yeah, they be out here cleaning monsters' asses. <laughs> now, yeah, they be cleaning the earth of cleansing yeah. it from the demons and, and Satan. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Purify. Yeah. I know it has something to do with the white, but I don't know what. It's something to do with the white, yeah. <laughs> but on on that, what is some of the anime you all are watching right now? And then, like, you know, we can discuss in that. I have a question based off that real quick. Because, like, for me, I think I had a time period when I was younger where I watched anime and stuff. And then, like, I got older and started other stuff and then got back into it. And I think, I wonder, is there one that you guys can think of that in your adult life it was the first one you were like, all right, I'm really clicking with this. Like, that's what I'm curious about. Oh, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, that's my, that was my, this is my all-time favorite anime because, and I ain't going to hold you. Yu Yu Hakusho has to be hands down. For it to be my favorite I can definitely critique it. Yeah. You show his hands down. That first season, hey, you might as well sleep. It is, Yusuke is dead. Like, it is, it's it's just him trying to get back to his body. Like, it does not ramp up. Bro, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it does not ramp up to probably, like, the Dark Tournament. Like, yeah. bro, that's, like, almost season three almost, yeah. really. And at the end of the day, it's like, that was the first anime that I watched as a kid because of Toonami, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then when it, uh, I went back and watched it as an adult, and I was like, oh, it's some of these, one. yeah, like, first of all, my man Yusuke has one of the coldest lines in anime history. He said, 
I don't care if it was like I don't care if she's a um a woman, a wife, or someone's grandma, I'm still gonna knock her out. Like I was like, yo, Yusuke was an equal opportunity yeah. ass whooper, bro. Like he was like one of the business. Yeah, but Oh no, I thought he was gonna elaborate more as adjusting the mic. Oh, but <laughs> Personally, like for me, one <laughs> one anime that I definitely got into as an adult was um Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop was like I've been hearing about. It, I was like, yo, I need to watch it, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is fantastic. Hold up, shut up, babe. I'm watching. <laughs> I we will eat later. I'm watching. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but it it was one of those anime that was like, wow. Because I had that dead period, too. It was just like Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and all the other other stuff I watched. I like, I, for some reason, I came to college, and I was like, I got to be focused on my business. And then I graduated. I was like, let me see what these video games, my anime <laughs> shit talking about. I'm just getting old now. I might as well get back in. And that's pretty much where, so for me, it was my brother who's always been into it. He got me back into it. And I'd say, like, in recent years, like, probably My Hero was one of the ones that he started me out on that I was like, oh. So, because I think My Hero has this format that I hadn't seen with the animes that I had grown up with. So, it was just, like, interesting to have one that was, like, bright and colorful, but with real stakes. And it was, like, a slow burn. But, like, when you got to that season finale of season one of My Hero, come on. I'm, shh. Um, I thought you had more to add, Joe. My bad. Oh, oh no, go ahead. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I completely agree with Jeffrey. Like, my, I started my hero on because you because I think my hero was uh, part of like the new Shonen Jump. Like it had it had came out as like yeah, you know. So I was like, you know, well, I always start. I don't know. I always start reading. Most of them, I start reading the anime first, then I watch it. But I think it was a little bit backwards. This time, I think I started watching My Hero, and I said, this show is stupid. Like, he can't control his powers. Mm-hmm. He's breaking his arms and shit. Oh, spoiler warning. <laughs> but then, like, at the... A lot of spoilers. Hey, yeah. But, like, you said, at the end of season one, I was like, okay. And then, like, I continued on with it to him. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, most shonen, you kind of have... The growth spurt is either instantaneous, there's a time skip. It's, like, not really slow and gradual. But with, like, Deku, it's like you start off as him literally not knowing nothing. Like, him just, Wait. yeah. To him, like, learning how to, like, deal with the fact that he doesn't know and still trying to come out victorious. And then it's like you watch him literally learn to be, like, the best at it. And to the point where you're like, it, and it was dope because I don't know, like, if you were watching, but, like, all his classmates was like, yeah, he always breaking his arms. And then, like, maybe toward, like, season three, season four, they're like, Hey, wait, hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if Deku ain't out here yeah. fighting, then I ain't gonna do it. So it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, we got it out here. Well, you flow too, and like, you know, she was out here doing her thing though. <laughs> Brains over brawn. <laughs> I'm done with y'all. It's like getting into that. Is oh my god. <laughs> it's like I'm like I'm gonna be real. It's it's like watching my hero. I only watched the first season. And it was it was good, but it wasn't enough for me to continue watching it. But I but I do. Res- I'm sorry, bro. But it's like the people, like the people who do watch it, like just hearing about it, it's like, wow, that sounds interesting. But it's like me personally, I'm watching other anime right now, so it's like that's one of the ones I just gotta get back to. Because I'm being honest, I had to finish Assassination Classroom. By the way, 
if you're looking for a happy ending, you're not about to get it. Just, just letting you know. Yeah, like just that's one of the top. That's one of the top ten anime, in my opinion, where if you think you, it's about to be a good ending, it's not about to be a good ending. But it's like some of the newer um, anime that we're getting into now. I definitely like what they're bringing to the table. Like you know, like I do like what my hero is doing. Like you said, it's colorful. It's a slow burn. It's definitely well, it ain't slow now. no, it ain't slow now from what I heard. But it's yeah, you know, oh my god. But <laughs> and it's like, yo, it's one of those things where it's like I respect where it's going because, like, especially like with Demon Slayer, like I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I know you all want to talk about like the movie for a little bit because Jeffy said he had something to mention. Yeah. All right, this uh, we're gonna have a lot of hot takes probably. So if you don't like it, it's uh, nobody. Anyway, this ain't my podcast. Let me shut up. But um, it is what it is. So the Demon Slayer movie. I'm gonna be real honest. This movie could have just been a three episode arc in the season mm-hmm. like this this was not one that needed to be a movie like I wish they had taken something else and turned it into like just something that was in between like mm-hmm. seasons one and two or where it's like a, a filler like you know like a like how they do it in the other anime movie like they'll just throw a random situation in yeah. yeah I mean like for me you could even do stuff where we find out more about their backstories like I would have liked to have seen a movie where Maybe they're going to slay a demon somewhere, and we find out about how Nosuke was raised by beasts, or you know where he comes from, and more about Zenitsu just being narcoleptic, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you know, beyond that one episode. Yeah, trust me, Aaron. When you see it, you'll understand. Um, hey, I, hey, that's a sleepwalking motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, he he, Ooh. nice. <laughs> Ooh. But no, no, I'm not. Oh, but I was saying no. I completely agree. I think that. Um, but I think that it was smart because I think that what they did was you rode the wave of popularity and you gave like a significant moment. Cause like I said, I've read, I've read Demon Slayer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm finished. So like that moment is a true defining moment in Tanjiro, like especially his character development, because I think Rengoku, like he himself was like one of the first ones to accept him and his situation. And mm, yeah. so it was like, the, it was like that older brother relationship yeah. and everything. And you know, like, as you see, like towards the end of season one, Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> and towards the end of season Michael one. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth criminal. No, like dead ass. MJ? Yes, please. Not Mike. Happy, happy birthday, Michael Jackson, by the way. It is his birthday. Had to give some love. Oh, I didn't know it was his birthday, though. Yeah, it's his birthday. 63. It's oh. my aunt's birthday, too. Oh. Shout out to my aunt. Happy birthday, aunt. <laughs> but, um, no, I was saying, like, I think that, but then I think what they did was they took that popularity, gave it a movie budget, up the animation quality a little bit, rolled that way. And made sure that season two hopefully can be business. Y- yeah. Because then, because when you, when you're, and like you said, like, um, when you're getting into season two, everything, like, you know how my, like you said, my hero ramps up. Mm-hmm. Oh, season two is like, yeah. So here's a question I have for you then real quick. Since oh, we just told it. Um, <laughs> if y'all could see the studio. Uh, <laughs> if you could put a, how do I put it? I guess the next arcs that we're going through, how many more seasons do you see them being able to stretch it out for? Oh, uh, yeah. boy, this is hilarious. <laughs> so um, Demon Slayer is a relatively like short manga. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty small. And nigga, really, are you smoking a cigarette? <laughs> Just like a mechanic. I'm fixing the mic, they talking. <laughs> Why don't we ever just take this off? Because it's it's not gonna work well. Okay. Department rules. Department rules. 
Oh, yeah, I was just asking a question. All right, so yeah, so like, um, in all honesty, I think that you probably have like maybe, four. maybe four more seasons okay. because you're gonna have. Because the entertainment district is gonna be the first half of this season. Yes. Okay. And um, so you're gonna meet like another one of the hot Shiraz. You're gonna meet like um, see his point, and he's gonna go through like a, it's another pivotal moment. Okay. Like there's a lot of like moments because I remember you you remember at the end of the movie. Tanjiro's sword breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has to like get a new sword and everything like that. Gonna be upset with him. Oh yeah. Oof. Yes, literally that is literally. So the man that makes their swords. Oh Lord, I thought you fixed this. <laughs> this is me telling Aaron this, but the man who makes their swords like he gets pressed if they break one of them, like to the point where he literally shows up in one of the episodes and like almost busts this man's head in for it. So he got to do it again. So it should be interesting. Oh no, I mean, yeah, because don't forget when um, in this case when he was like, he was like, I don't like my swords, regular swords. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm gonna chip away at them. <laughs> I mean, them some braided bread knives. He got. <laughs> up, I'm gonna tell you. But um, so it's like you. Look, look, I can't keep swinging the mic. <laughs> You're picking choose who speaks. Swing it slowly. <laughs> swing it slow like an R&B like jam, my nigga. <laughs> I'm saying our department is on a budget. It's just like hearing that now, like just listening. It's like wow, that's something that catches the average listener's ear, and it's exactly. like, dang, I, mean, I need to watch that. Places like this that talk about anime in a popular sense, like that's what I mean about like it becoming more popular now because more people are going to listen to people talking on the podcast about it and be like, oh shit, what? And check it out. And like for me, there's a lot of animes that I got put on to that I thought I wasn't going to like at all, and I finally just gave them a chance. And I was like, whoa. That was actually pretty good, and I think that's the way a lot of people get put on the stuff is, like, my brother had to just force me. Like, I made a lot of bets that I lost, and that's how I had to watch a lot of anime, which I'm glad I lost them now, but, like, I, I don't know. I think I hope people hear us talk about them, and I'm like, all right, I'll check it out, because, like, if anything with Demon Slayer, if you want to check it out, just the art alone or just the way it looks is, like, incredible, and it's on Hulu, so if you want to check it out, they got the dub and the sub up there, so. Oh, that's my question. Dub or sub? Me personally, it's like I speaking of like Jared. I know he posted on his snap yeah, one day. Yeah, he says sub over dub because you really get raw emotion. And but someone who is an actor, I don't believe that. I'm not saying dub over you sub. Act. My nigga, look at my resume. Look at my res. Look at my resume. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but it's like yo, like just acting back in the day and like listening to actors and like listening to dub and sub anime. It just depends on the anime, in my opinion. Like, for Seven Deadly Sins, watch it. I personally like it better dubbed than sub. Boo! I do. I like that one better dubbed than sub. Because, I, like, Meliodas sounds like Meliodas. Bond sounds like Bond. But there's some anime that I'd rather watch sub. Like, I'd rather watch Bleach sub. Even though I watched it. Even though I watched it sub and dub. I'd rather watch it sub. That's just me. But, like, an anime like um, Fire Force, I'd rather watch that sub. I watched it dub, but I'd rather yeah, watch that watch sub. That Oh, you did? It's interesting because, like, I never really thought about it. My brother actually, he's, my brother is <laughs> sub all the way. We all got caps on and we just finally turned them all around. Uh, but my brother is sub all the way and we've always fought about this because I'm, I'm the type where I'm like, sometimes, now I'm not against sub, I'll say that. I used to hate sub fully, wholeheartedly. I was against it until I understood, like, the differences and the nuances. But I think it just really depends on the anime because there are some that really stay true to what the Japanese sub was saying. And the other ones that are just, you know, like Pokemon in the 90s, where they just take it to the right. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to eat these Jellyfield donuts. And I'm like, those are rice cakes. But all right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but for me, it's just like I think dub is one of those things where, I mean, I do 
for example, my hero, I started out with the dub and went all almost all the way through. But then when new seasons have been coming out, I've just watched the sub because I'm like, I ain't waiting. Yeah, so but I'll probably go back and rewatch with the dub. But the reason why I have to give the dub some credit is because there are some shows where when you hear just certain phrases done, like I'm like, yeah, it was great in the sub, but for me to know, for, I guess for me this to be my home language and to hear somebody do the delivery correctly because I do think there's a difference. Not every dub is a good dub yes. because there are some characters where like when I've watched the, for, uh, uh, the um, sub first, and then I hear the anime, I'm like, now that's not what I thought you were going to sound like. But yeah. Okay. And you just kind of have to suspend your disbelief. But there are some, like, for example, I will say there are some that are on the same par. Like the All Might voice in the sub and dub are amazing in My Hero. Well, that's, uh, well, you know, that's the voice of Vegeta. I think Chris Sabat. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I think that when you have, I think it all depends on, like, that budget. Mm. Like, I, and I will give you, like, Seven Deadly Sins. I watched it sub because I watched it when like, it first came out, so it hadn't really dubbed yet. But, you know, Meliodas, you know, like him just like his phrases in Japanese sound like, you know, I think to me better. But to hear, I'm going to tell you the pivotal moment for me that made me was like, okay, Seven Deadly Sins dub might be competing or better than um, sub. Got to make sure I get those words right. Dub might be better than sub. Is when he was when he was getting his powers back, uh, and when he and when that man was like, I don't. That's my favorite. I think I had no. It's not screenshot on this phone. It's screenshot in my old phone because I because I was reading it, and when I read it, I was like, oh, this is like one of the best scenes ever. Where he was like, um, oh, it's easy, Miliotis. Like when he was like, because you know, Miliotis talks in that cheerful kid yeah. voice, and then he was like, yeah, it's easy. I'll be okay. And he's like. The hell is not? And he just like snaps. Uh-huh. I was like, when I watched it sub, I was like, it's a good scene. Yeah. But when I watched but the dub, dub, I was like, I literally was like, oh and shit. I will tell you why I think that is for that show. Because I think Seven Deadly Sins has a similar energy, and Aaron can kind of maybe speak to this too. Like, it's an anime, but the voices are almost in the cartoon style. Yeah. But they're actual good voice actors. So it's like mm-hmm. Meliodas does something. And some episodes when it's just a regular scene, he's just, no, no, no. Like a regular little fairy tale character sometimes, but then like all of a sudden something clicks, and all of a sudden you just hear this like in the newest seasons when you have him without the emotions and stuff, just walking around like it's just that deep level voice when he had to fight Escanor. I'm like, yes. bruh, like, like it was like I think that I think that's the point that like I will say this I think Dub can, and I don't know maybe it's because where our primary language is English. Oh yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball definitely. You know the older animes are a different yeah, uh, yeah, quality when it comes yeah, to the voices. Yeah. Like I said, Yu Yu Hakusho is like one of my favorite. And I'll oh, yeah. never I'll watch this up. Yeah, I'll I will never watch this up. Yes. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Oh, so like, yeah, I would love to see Yu Yu Show get like remastered, especially because mm-hmm. with the level of animation and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, it's just like it will up it. But you know, the, the writer is a uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it, and it's like me personally, like we're I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this like later, but I'm gonna bring up Naruto for a second. Like Shippuden. Like my favorite anime villain ever is Pain. I think Pain's speech. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> like I think Pain's speech to Naruto was one of the best villain speeches I've ever heard. Oh yeah. And it was like I listened to it both dub and sub, and that was the speech I'd rather hear dub. Because when like he broke it down to, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, no, but I, like. I don't when he broke it down to Naruto, and it was like in his voice, because I love his voice actor, he was like, so you keep complaining about your people. What about my people? You seek justice. 
but it's revenge. Mm-hmm. And I see justice, but you call it revenge. But for you, it's justice. And he basically hit him with the think about it. And Naruto was... Think, Naruto! Yeah, think, Naruto, think! <laughs> and it's like, Naruto was just so mad. You know, spoiler alert, that he kills two people that... Yeah, no, but you I know, it's, show, it's still a spoiler because some people still haven't seen it. That's not my fault. I know that's not my fault neither. Because for me, I, I've always, I've never started Naruto. I've been wanting to, right? And I want to ask people who've seen it, and I don't care about spoilers, so say whatever y'all want to say because I'll watch it regardless. Um, is it one of those that I should go all the way through, or should I go through and look at the fillers that I should cut out and just be like, nope, nope, mm-hmm. no, 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 no? Watch, watch Naruto okay. fully. Naruto Shippuden. That's when it's like tricky because okay. it's like, it's like seventy percent filler. Okay. Like I'm like and I know, at Naruto, like, oh, that's and it's like you know, you you can definitely continue, but just know those moment. it has yeah, great it has yeah, great yeah. moments okay. like Sasuke's moment with um Itachi. Yeah, that was yeah. a re- that was a really good moment. That was actually better in sub than dub. By the way, personally, I like that moment better than sub than dub. Really. Mm-hmm. I just that moment. I like Naruto dub like all the way through. Like I mean, sub is good, but I think that's at that moment. Yeah, Naruto. But yeah, because Itachi, when Itachi be talking, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I listen. But yeah, like Aaron was saying, like a, a good portion of Naruto Shippuden because it was so close to the manga. Oh, they had to put filler in. It was a lot. Like oh, we, okay. it's not like I would say, uh, like Dragon Ball Z. You know, you got that like. Episode where they learn how to drive the car and stuff like that, like that's filler. Or the but Junior saga, yeah, yep. but like maybe those episodes were like ten at the most. Yeah. It wasn't much, but like Naruto would have a whole it's season. Like yeah, it'll be like like I think like season three season is filler. Three. Season eight? Yeah. Is it eight, eight I'm gonna say I remember. I, I them a full season. Yeah, like yeah. they'll they'll drop like mind you, it's what like twelve seasons of Shippuden. Like I think it's like, the original. It's like eight. 500? I don't know. It's yeah, it's a lot. Um, and then you can literally, um, I think I think Naruto, Naruto is a good watch all the way through with filler. Okay. Because they kind of emphasize on some moments that, you know, like the manga really didn't. Um, so that was cool. But like, it's not much filler. I okay. think you get like a little. There's forces of Naruto. Okay. There's yeah. forces of Naruto of Naruto or uh, Naruto Shippuden? Yes, yeah, Naruto Shippuden. Okay, so it's four seasons of Naruto Shippuden. No, 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 Naruto. Oh, four seasons of Naruto. Then hold up, hold up. Pivot. I'm about to say. <laughs> but I would tell you honestly, I would. Um, you can pretty much tell when the filler is. Um, I, but I wouldn't watch it. It, it does nothing to the story. Like and it's 500 episodes of Shippuden. Oh, it's 500 oh, episodes of Shippuden. Shippuden is long because it's like Shippuden goes through. I don't even you know, snatch the mic, but it's like Shippuden goes through like you know. Everyone's backstory. You learn mm-hmm. more about Kakashi. You um know a little bit more about Sakura, even though like she's just we did a little bit, not that much. You no fucks about Sakura. It's like you don't you don't learn like you know her backstory, but you learn. Well, I really don't care. I say, but I really don't care neither. So it's like, but it's like you get to learn. You know Naruto's dad, Gara, like his past, which yeah. was really fucking crazy, by now, the way. Boruto, but trash. Garbage. Boruto literally is one of the worst anime I've ever seen. Okay, I, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. That's literally one of the worst anime I've ever seen. And this, uh, I I don't <laughs> care, bro. Like, cause, now nah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. Um, it's one of the worst anime I've ever seen. Just because the hype for it, they was trying to build that hype off of Naruto, and it's like 
to keep people invested, they started throwing more of Naruto in there. And it was like, but it's Baruto. about, but it's Baruto. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I was like, bro, come on. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, I think what I've noticed is when there is a follow-up anime to a popular anime, it is either a sleeper hit or it's terrible. And usually that there's no in between because for me personally, like this is gonna lead to a question I have also for you guys is what animes you watch where you like, I mean, yeah, I ain't gonna tell nobody, but I watch. Cause there are some where you like, because mm, uh, I've been checking out the spinoff of Inuyasha called Yashahime, and that I've actually been enjoying a lot. I didn't even really, f- I mean, I've seen Inuyasha periodically, like, but I didn't fully finish it. But like, you know, <laughs> it, 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 there's a lot of episodes, and I just. Uh, and Yasha, hands down, oh, I'm going to say it's one of the worst animes I think I ever watched. Really? I hate it. Told y'all hot takes. God damn. I mean, first of all, he was trying to too hard to flex on them ladies. And it's like, I know me and you was talking about it. It was like when his brother came in. Mm-hmm. His brother was the better character. His brother was a way better character. Oh, yeah. But That's it's, why the sequel is good because it's about him and his daughters. And Yasha's not really got a big part in the sequel. except His daughter's there, but like this is more about his brother Shishomaru. So I'm like... Okay, I can deal with this because you don't know why this man. Because I'm just give you a little premise. Like basically, he has twin half demon daughters, and he just takes them away from their mother and throws them in the forest. And we don't know why. And one of them gets taken to the uh, present day, and the other one has to stay in feudal Japan. And they meet back up later as like teenagers or whatever. And they had to figure out why their father just up and let them go, and it's because of another demon and all this other stuff. But like. Ten times better story from the bat jump better than Inuyasha, in my opinion. I mean, I just don't think Inuyasha is good because, like, it, there's no central plot really. Like, like we were building the jewel, the jewel got built. Yeah, like Naraku came in there and, and was gone. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, and then weren't they fighting like bugs at one point? It was like, bro, like what the? Like six episodes, seven episodes straight. It was like a lot going on, and I think that's why I was like, eh. Inuyasha needs to clean up. Like, I think it needs almost a reboot where they take the premise, same characters, uh-huh. but they really make it more like the problem. I think is it needed to be darker than they allowed it to be, so it borderlined on just being like a literal cartoon. Where when she would say "sit boy," I'm like, "Now nah, y'all, come on!" Which I've, I'm sure that's also Japanese humor is probably a big part of that too. But like, it's one of those shows where I'm like, there are shows where I think they need to have reboots where they take it and really just redo the tone differently, or they get like the Hunter Hunter treatment where they just Keep the same graphics, but they update it and they build off of what they had. That's what I think something like Yu Yu Hakusho needs. Uh, real quick before we dive back into the topic, I just want to give a shout out to my sponsor at Chalet Clothing. Definitely check it out from hoodies to sweaters to workout gear. Hockey jerseys coming soon. Swimming trunks still out. You know, it ain't too late to celebrate summer. Other stuff on the way. Check it out at C H A L E Clothing. That's chaletclothing.com or look them up on Instagram at Chalet Clothing. But to jump back into conversation, it's like one of those things where I'm about to ask this question. What makes a good anime? Because it's like, I feel like most of us have the same central opinion, but it's like some people hit on different things. And this is going to like bleed into my question later when I ask uh, what is the greatest anime? Because it's like, you know, yeah, I'm going to ask it. <laughs> Probably so. But it's like one of those things where some people count popularity like as what makes a good anime. Some people like story arcs of the hero me personally i think what makes a good anime is the villain because it's like i like the antagonist has to be something very 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 not powerful but this entity that really yes yeah, very daunting it's sort of like 
I'm going to bring this up because we're going to talk about it too. Like Avatar. We was waiting forever to see who the fuck the Fire Lord was. Oh, <laughs> I think you're talking about Avatar. No, not the blue, blue people. Not yeah. the blue people. <laughs> the, the last <laughs> ever. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we'll, we'll get into that and how, you know, like the conversation of what is anime and blah, blah, blah. But it's like villains like that or like villains like Madara or um, villains like Cell. Like Cell was waiting like three days for people to show up and fight. Yeah. Like stuff. That's no, why he's like, no, 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 a week. My bad. He waited a week. Bro, and Cell was the villain with finesse Bro, yeah, in our childhood. Like he, it was a kiss of perfection. Like he did what Frieza wished he could have done. There you go. First of all, Cell is uh, out of Dragon Damn. Ball. Out of Dragon Ball, Cell is my favorite villain. Same. It's like Frieza's mm. really Majin Buu. Okay, 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 okay. okay Majin Buu okay, was okay, a okay, wild a boy. There's okay. a difference, I think, for me between a good saga and I guess a good villain. So I think that's the difference. The Boo saga, I love the different iterations of Boo. Yeah. But Cell was basically for me, excuse me if I'm spitting, um, Cell was for me basically like if Vegeta was still evil. Like it was that pride, it was I'm going to succeed no matter the cost, like I want to rule it all. And it was like Cell really just gave no fucks by anybody else. It was like all the worst traits that Goku has, but in a villain. Yeah, and that's why I fuck with Cell because it was like okay, so the Boo Saga hands down is an amazing saga because you have the revisit of Goku versus Vegeta. That's a pivotal moment. That we thought was over. You have, and I think it's the only season. Well, it is the only season that you know because I mean, let's be honest, Goku is pretty much absent for the majority of all seasons within Dragon Ball Z. But I'm almost um, there. <laughs> He's either training. Re rehealing, then wow. draining, flying around, <laughs> eating, <laughs> talking to King Kai, <laughs> King Kai, not like caring not caring about his family. Okay, first of all, we're not gonna make him seem like a bad father. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you know he's green. <laughs> but um, I you guys gotta watch Dragon Ball Z Abridged because yes. yeah, Dragon Ball Z Abridged touches on all those points. But the reason the Cell Saga is like amazing to me is because it was the first one where it was like, okay, power scaling was completely broken by the end of the Frieza Saga. We had find like powers, um, power levels and stuff had become irrelevant, everything like that. So they were like, well, what's the next biggest threat? How about we give a motherfucker no power level? Like, but we make him unstoppable. So it's like from beginning to end, and then of course Future Trunks. Like it just had the Cell Saga as a whole. When you go from the androids to sell, it's just amazing. See, but and that's what people don't deviate the right way because I think some people just view the cell saga as when you see cell and own, yeah. not realizing the android saga is a part of the cell exactly. saga. They're just the prelude to it. And that's what I will say is better about that than the Boo saga because the Boo saga, we knew what was coming. We knew Majin Boo was it. Like, we knew that was with Cell. We didn't know it was him until he posted up on The Rock and was like, yo, I'm here for 1718. Slurp, slurp. Like, bro, when, you, no, for real though, when, when that man. 17 is disrespectful. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> first of all, yeah. Get, never mind, I ain't gonna get it. <laughs> but, Poor Krillin. But, bro, I don't know. I mean, like a one, man. Sloppy seconds, but you got it. Uh, man. <laughs> she love him. Yeah. I mean, she do. Yeah, she do love him. But it's like those type of things is what I'm saying goes into what makes a really oh, good anime. No, no, no. But it's like it's it's round it's it's round. But it's like it's rounding into each other. It's like that's what makes a good anime. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, granted, I know people don't really care for it. I kind of like the cooler arc from Dragon Ball Z. It was cool for what it was. Could be better executed. Yes, the movie. Yeah, the movie. The movie to fill in that whole space. Before, like, they went to GT and everything. Okay. Like. We'll see. Yeah, it was GT. Hmm. 
GT was gonna come. So you say villain? What do you think? Oh, as far as what makes a good anime, I think you got to look at it from first of all, it has to be a level of what do you want out of this? Like when you when you're looking at media, what do you expect out of this? Because I'll give you I'll give you two of my favorite animes. You got Yu Yu Hakusho, which is like a traditional shonen. You got the protagonist. He goes up against villains that get worse and worse throughout the series. Oh, first of all, yes. Okay, first first of all, nineties anime boy. I still listen to like. That's why I will say this is the reason why Super is not on the same level as Z to me because the Orchestra. Bruce Fountainer yeah. music, yeah. if you look yes. on YouTube, some people put Fountainer's music to Super and it made it. It changed the whole tone. Yeah. And I was like, because it was such a cartoon sound to the mm-hmm. like OST of like Super, I was just like, first of all, I'm really tired of this. Like, First of all, I'm going to go ahead and say that. If you go back, because I am like really big into like music and stuff mm-hmm. for anime and it everything like that. If you go back and you check out Naruto's like soundtrack, especially, I'm going to tell you, I know he's he going to get a big hit after I say this. One of the best soundtracks ever is the Bleach soundtrack. Bleach's music. I mean, when. No, it is. Like, it I'm is. not going to hold you. Bleach's music from start to finish. That motherfucker will make you like, oh, oh shit. It's like from from when it's calm and chill to like when they going to school to when like you're in mid fight. Ichigo's theme song, his own theme song. One like you know when it comes on and he comes out, he shows out. I'm like it's just it's just good music. But music was every '90s anime and early 2000s music was a huge part Mm -hmm. because like if you think back to any anime you can pick from the '90s and your favorite scene, you can hear the music in that scene. Like even Pokemon, which was just on that base level when sad stuff was happening, there was these key frames that would, these little keystrokes that would happen from a piano you'd be like oh no Pikachu's I, leaving oh yeah because I mean you go back and listen to like <laughs> go back and listen to like go back and listen to like Naruto's like sad music like you know though like the 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 keystrokes everything about it the like that music was especially Dragon Ball Z like Dragon Ball Z OG and then you go, go ahead and throw in Kai too because Kai gave them a whole new voice actors. yeah you know but um I think <laughs> just had her character sub and everybody else on the <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one speaking Japanese. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, we get it. 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 Right, good job, 18. And it's like I'm gonna attest to the music part because it's like you had me thinking of like the scenes where like people be giving real speeches in bleach, like that slow piano music. It's like I hear it in my head, it's like Damn. Or, or think about this. Think about like when there's a real threat coming mm. and then that music builds up like dun 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 is, makes the best thing It's the feeling of it yeah. If there's something That makes me have that moment Where I'm like Oh shit Well you gotta get up That every time Because for example Have you seen uh, The My Hero The second movie mm-hmm. That moment Where they play the music And him and Baku Go do what they gotta do And you just hear those little That light music come in I was like I got off I was like This is beautiful <laughs> I, I was like They can't do I was like They can end the series here And I'd have been fine with that I'd have been like That's it I'm fine it, You got some Yeah yeah, yeah. Cause it's like um, I don't know if y'all seen it But Kuroku's basketball Like even though it is Fuck sports anime <laughs> No no it, it, is, it is people like no, that I, I, know, I know Kuroku's basketball Like yeah, I've never seen it I need to try it Okay so you, I was Even if you don't like basketball You'll like this anime I ain't gonna hold you Have you finished it yet Aaron? Have you finished it yet Okay so first of all I fucking finished it 
We're going to spoil it because I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to spoil it. It's basketball. Somebody going to win. Yeah, it's pretty. But I think, like, I was really against, like, sports anime and everything like that. I think I watched, like, The Prince of Tennis because it was on Toonami and stuff like that, but I didn't really care. But my boy, when they introduced Zone for the first time, and then that man was like, well, fuck it. If you're going to go in the zone, I'm going to go in the zone. And then every one of the um, generationals had like a special power and stuff. And then I can hold you when the Thieves all started playing at the final episode. And they was about. like. That's what I was talking. That's the point I was getting to. It's like it came full circle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came full circle. But I'm going to tell you right now. I, I can say this. I know y'all can contest this. Whenever you hear. Anime, the the theme song play in the anime, the shit about to get real. And I know you know because Black Clover. Yeah. <laughs> I put it like this: if you hear the theme and you don't see the title sequence start, that's it. Something's going on. It's over. Some, and there are some shows where I love the opening. There are others where I get pissed off because <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. For example, Hunter Hunter is my probably one of my top animes of all time, right? Mm-hmm. But that damn theme song. I hate that opening. You cannot go, and I've said this on Aaron's shit before, you can't go from kids getting killed by killer ants to going, da-da-da-da, like, <laughs> at all. Like, I'm not, I used to get mad. I'm like, we are not in a good place right now. Like, why? They took all that, bu- oh, sorry. They took all that budget and was like, fuck the opening, uh-huh. fuck the ending, Animation, animation. Yeah. But sir, we have the same theme song for four seasons. Animation. And I was like, why didn't we do this song? Like, I, no, and that, and, and it does help though, because it's like that's all about to say about Kuroko's basketball. Like the fact on the last play that the theme song uh-huh. from the first season came in, I was like, that, no, no, no fucking way. I, I jumped up. My hero too, and I will say, as much as the theme pissed me off, hearing it and seeing like the sequence at the end, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess I'm okay with it. Like. Eh, the, some seasons have better songs than others because, like, Black Clover, like we were talking about, like, oh, yeah. there, I can't remember which ones, but there's like two seasons where I love the open, I love the song, and the others, I'm just like, oh. They trash, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of animes if, like, y'all can probably mm-hmm. attest to that. Like, I, I, oh, yeah, my bad. But, I had real quick. No, go ahead. But, like, no, that's how I felt about Fire Force. Like, I love the first season theme song, like, you halfway. No, no, no. No, I had, no, 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 yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, First season is Inferno. Yeah, it's Inferno. Second season is Mayday. Third season oh. is Park Again. Yeah, yeah. It was like... Well, Mayday's the one I can hear clearly. Other than I, was like, I hate Mayday. Because it's like... <laughs> it was just like so hardcore metal and I was like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. The main character does have sharp teeth. Like, he, I guess he does, it's and it's like, like my girlfriend... Like, for ma- no reason. Yo, <laughs> it's like my girlfriend makes fun of it because like the first season, she was like, this is just Power Rangers. And I was oh. like... Damn, wow. because she she doesn't really mean it. She's saying it to be funny. But in looking at it in the context, it was like the upbeat theme song from the first season. No, no, not Mayday. Like, Inferno. The, like Inferno's extremely upbeat. You got basically the perfect number of people to make a Power Ranger team. She was like, and the name Fire Force. She was like, it just kind of sounds like, you know, Rescue like rescue squad. That's not like the shit the US government was starting. <laughs> no, for real. Like a fire force. But it's like I thought it was funny. I was like, damn, it kinda do sound like a Power Rangers theme song. But it's still anime at the end of the day. Wait, 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 I didn't wait, give a wait, fuck. Wait. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Yo, tell me Tell thing. me a climate task force wouldn't be amazing if they called it the fire force. No no no, this is why I picture. Like they be like, oh yeah, you want you want to join the fire force, son? Um, what do they do? Well, you're fire fires, but you fight fires with fire. Like, we what? fight fire with fire by using fire. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's 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 fire force. Please watch it. I highly recommend it. But it's like, oh god, I'm gonna say that topic. But it's just like 
I agree with both of those points. Definitely, like you gotta have the feeling to it. You gotta have the feeling to it, and like the feeling in the music. Like the music, if you don't got the right music, the scene just don't hit the same. It really don't. Real quick, have you seen? Because I'm a weird nigga like this. Have you watched any of the reaction videos people do on like when I when you see group reactions, especially because I watch some of these black dudes that are uh, a group of friends that react to shit, and their reactions are priceless. And then there's a few other groups I watch, but like. I love when I can have a moment in anime where I'm like, this was amazing. I felt this shit. And when I can go and look at other people have the same. I think the biggest one for me was when uh, I was a a big One Piece fan. But I had, like we and Aaron was talking about it. I was, I was, I was going to have, I had to put it down because One Piece is just so long convoluted. I have had so many, I have called him. <laughs> but like literally when it was a scene where basically like Luffy goes after his time skip, he comes back and he says like goodbye to his sensei that trained him for two years and like the music starts playing and like I'm like I had to go back and watch a reaction video because I was like, I know I'm not the only one that cried on this part. Yo, I went and watched the reaction to like the last scene in Kuroko's basketball. Oh yeah. And when I told you I jumped up, the nigga who watched this jumped up at his seat too. Like, no fucking way. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. And it was like, even like sometimes silence in the scene mm-hmm. really make it too. Because it's like, I'm going to go back like to Kuroko's Basketball did another anime. Like in Kuroko's Basketball, when um, Akashi did the elbow oh, pass yeah. and then passed it to Leo and he made the three. I w- and it was just silent. I was like, no, that's all you heard was the buzzard. And it was the end of the episode. I was like. Oh my god. Like, the nigga literally passed the ball with his elbow and the nigga was like mid game. Like bro, it's and that's and I think that's the thing like anime can take and this is why I love RDC World because they emphasize it so much. They anime can take something as simple as basketball, which is already epic as fuck yeah. if you watch it. Somebody can win. But how you win? Because but, it was like uh Mitsu Berowski, like the center when he got on the court, you know, he's really don't give a fuck. He don't care. Like, he hates pra- practice and hard work, but he hates losing more. So you're not about to beat him. And it was like, um, I forget the shooting guard's name for, um, on, yeah, on Kuro- <laughs> uh, Kagami. Kagami. And it was like, when the, sh- when, the shoot- when the shooting guard for Serene was about to shoot the three, he was right there. And the coach on the side was like, that's his ability. His defensive range <laughs> is everything within the three point line, I and I was like, I "Oh damn!" Like, no, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> hearing it in that Japanese, hearing it in Japanese, and then seeing this looming six foot, over six foot figure about to block your shot to the damn ceiling. Yo, he was tall as shit. It was like, like it was a real, like I said, like a real incredible scene because it was not even just that, but like, like do you remember? The scene where they were like, where Kuroku would, the problem was, see, Kuroku isn't even the best player. No. Like, hands down, it's he's show, literally. This show about the dude who's not even the best player. Yeah, like, literally the show is about, he like, basically he calls himself, like, the shadow. Like, he, he does everything from, like, yep. like, right. with, the mm-hmm. the shadow, the stronger the light. So, yeah. and he says, and That's Kagame right. is his light. Yeah, Kagame is his light. So, basically what happens is, is that, do you remember the scene where they, like, Kuroku, like, it was, like, the first time we realized that if everybody has eyes on Kuroku, the whole team like falls apart because he was like, they'll pass the ball to him and they won't know how the ball would get to where because it'll be like, he just has the ability. 
But they need him to it's, stay hidden. It's, mis, it's, it's misdirection. Yeah, it's, it's, it's misdirection. But it's like it's watch it. It's it's three seasons. It's seventy five episodes. It's good. Yeah, that's short. Yeah. But um, I I golly um. A question I have based on that though is if what Fuck Ed's podcast? <laughs> this is definitely podcast. Shit, come on. <laughs> What would y'all say, is, what anime should come to mind when you think of what has given you the most inspirational moments? Oh, don't even worry about it. Okay, first of all, Naruto, um, believe in yourself. Believe it, do it. Nah, but all jokes aside, and I know this is probably going to be like, um, <laughs> it's a real fucked up thing to say. It's Full like, Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. And the reason I say that is because there is a scene, I literally just quoted this scene the other day. There's a scene that, have you guys both watched it? I've gotten yes, towards the end, but when they kill Hughes, I was in love. Oh, I was hurt. Oh, yeah. I was hurt. I said, I these little girls. Bruh, and they, and like, when Mustang cries. I literally tried not to cry. I was like, I was like, that is. No, actually. I knew he was going to die, though, and I'm going to tell you why. I knew he was going to die. Because I, I watched the original Full Metal. He was too nice. Bruh, they I, built this man up, and I always. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to I'm going to tell you something, and once I say this, it's going to ruin all media for you. Whenever you have a real last, yeah. Whenever you have a real last nigga in any form of media, they're gonna die. Oh yeah. Perfect case. I don't know how far you are into One Piece, and I'm so sorry. Perfect example. Ace. Ace. Oh, I knew. Perfect that. example. I knew that. Jared got mad when I told him. I was like, "So when does Ace die?" He was like, "Why do you know that?" And I was like, "I look for him." <laughs> like no, for real. Like whenever you have a character that is legit, like I, I'm, I'm not surprised that at this point. <laughs> Jared said Luffy's reaction, like, that. bro, and that's his, his reaction was literally like, huh? But it, it was like, that. seriously, like, so how would you handle that Jared moment? Also said that that's a moment that subbed and dubbed both. Oh, it's yeah, okay. And I'm gonna tell you one thing: dubbed One Piece is that's cheeks. I'm watching. I'm watching the dub. Yeah, dub. I don't like Luffy's voice in the dub. I, I fuck uh, with everybody else's I though. Feel that, though. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one thing: the. First of all, Ace's execution was like a smooth, if you want to talk about like a smooth maybe two seasons. It started off when they, you know, when he uh, leaves the snake, the island of the snake princesses and everything like that, and then goes from there. Luffy went through hell. Luffy had legit years taken off his life, died like three, four times to then get before his brother, save him, and then his brother dies to save him. I was like, no, I'm spiking too. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that whole part just lowered the whole thing. The craziest part about it, though, is like legit. When I watched it happen, I in the back of my head, you knew it was gonna be some shit for everybody. I knew something fucked up was gonna happen. I knew Whitebeard was gonna die. Something yeah, had to happen because it, it was to make this even. Because because the the odds were like okay Luffy I was like Luffy's not gonna be able to do this but something has to give for him to do it so when he saved Ace I said the only thing that that can happen right now is that Ace dies or like Garp dies I said yeah oh I'm gonna say because if Garp dies it'll allow it would allow that other something tragic has to happen because I said this is so much of a pivotal moment for Luffy. Because it's a realization that, like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, when you watch One Piece, you see Luffy kind of struggle. But you're always in the back of here, you're like, all right, he's going to win. At this point, I was like, there's no fucking way he's going to win. There are, like, four or five motherfuckers right now on the field that are dominating him. Dominating him. Yeah, and it was like, 
so when Ace gets saved and everything like that and everything's good and they have a moment where they're working together, their team works good, they're fucking shit up. And it was like, I was like, something, something bad is going to happen. Cause it was, cause it, and, I, and I really thought, I really thought it was going to be Garp because there's a point where like, because Garp, I don't know if you remember, but it was that point where Garp was like, he chose to let Luffy save Ace. Because I don't know, because I don't know if you know, like Garp is Luffy's grandfather, who is the Marine. He's like loyal to the Marines, and it was a point where it was like, he's like he has to go up against Luffy because Luffy's like, "Yo, Gramps, get out of the way," and he's like, "I can't, like I'm a Marine, I gotta fight," and he stops and lets Luffy like knock him out so he can go save Ace, and it was like Garp's gonna die. I said Garp's gonna die because everybody saw him give up. Like everybody knows he's his hero. He's gonna die. Fucking Ace died. When you were like, "What?" I was like, "Cause he was, cause you know, he fights the lava dude, uh, Kanu or whatever." And I'm like, "He like he's losing because it's like lava versus fire at that point." And I'm like, "Okay, wait, wait, wait." But there has to be like maybe someone's gonna step in. It's gonna be Whitebeard. It's gonna be Garb. Mind you, Whitebeard is dead. Like that that nigga is a walking corpse at this point. And it's like, I, I said, "Okay, okay." Yeah, and then nigga, the huge dude in the, uh, in the ship, the like uh-huh. big ass. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, bet. Like, Garp's gonna die because he's gonna protect them. When that hand goes through that man's chest, I I literally paused the TV and sat down. I was like, "There's no fucking way they killed this man." See, my gripe with Jared, as I've been watching this, and mind you, I'm not at that part yet, and I know it's gonna get good, and that's why I'm sticking with it. Because my gripe has been for the first part. I'm like, why does nobody die? I, I've been upset. I'm like, we have been through Arlong. We've been to all these people that yeah. probably somebody should have bit the dust. But every time, mm-hmm. I will tell you what frustrated me the most was um, Alabasta. Oh, I when that, that bird dude, yeah, I was uh, like, and I made the joke. My brother was watching me. I was like, he's going to come back to life. And he ain't really dead. My brother was like, never mind. <laughs> and I was like, because no one fuck, there's no consequences. And I get that's the one thing that I hate about an anime. To go back to your question about what makes it good about I don't like when it's just how do I put it? Um, when it just have to go left or right. There's no yeah, stakes. yeah. I don't like when there's just oh yeah, we're gonna do something. No but I'm like, I need there to be some dire like if this doesn't happen, someone will get killed, and I need to see that follow through with if we fail. And a lot of the stuff in there, which I also understand that One Piece started out, you know, dubbed as kids show, and they were like, we just want it, and now that it's turned into more, they. They've actually aged the show with the audience, which I think has been mm, good and good. important. And that's another thing that makes a good anime, I think. If you're going to go longevity, make sure that you do it the right way, which I don't think longevity is a thing anymore. Yeah, this is my point. <laughs> I completely agree. I think that because you have to realize that with an anime. Oh, you laughing when I said fuck you? Yeah, because that was a valid, very valid point. Because there are anime now that don't age with you. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, Pokemon, like everybody was a Pokemon fan, stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you one that really, really aged with me was um, that guy that Naruto was a really good one. Because like as Naruto got older, you see the sticks get more and more like the power scaling becomes a little bit broken. But you see, like it, it went. Nar- First of all, Naruto already had like heavy, heavy tones in it. With like death and like, cause, cause it's basically yeah, like, like yeah. Early. I was like, yeah. So it becomes your norm. So, but then it's like you, you touch on like friendship. It's kind of stays a little kid friendly a little bit, like to a certain extent. But in Shippuden, it's like 
you know. Yeah, it's, it's like when you watch it, you'll see it. You'll be like, okay, wait, hold on. We're not so much talking about because, I mean, hands down, Sasuke may be one of the worst antagonists to me, but Sasuke brought up a very valid point in the anime. He was like, you've never had parents. You've never had anybody that loves you. How would you know how it feels to lose the people that you love mm-hmm. if you've never had them? And at first, when I watched, I was like, this guy's a dick. And then I was like, that's a There's very fucking valid point. And you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't get it as a kid, but dang, like I've been rewatching even sitcoms and stuff from like the early 2000s, which is a side point. Mm-hmm. But you'll watch stuff. And you remember when you watched it back in the day the first time and you're like, yeah, I accept it. And then you do a rewatch our age and you're like, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I still support that storyline or that point, but okay. Um, and the last thing that, because for me, inspirational moments are big moments from an anime. I think I'm going to go with a classic moment. I think Vegeta sacrificing himself in Dragon Ball oh, Z yeah. and like having that moment with Trunks. He was like, I've never held you before. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, and even, the music, come on. And even Trunks, even Trunks was like, what, what the fuck are you doing, dad? Like, and, it's, and it was wild, though, because even Piccolo was like, He's never done this for. He's never done anything for somebody else. Uh-huh. Like you know. Was like what are we gonna do? He was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like you gotta look. Yeah. <laughs> I say for me personally, it's um, watching Fire Force. For me, it was when um, I be messing up. Um, Shinra. Yeah. Uh, Shinra. It was when Shinra went to save. Um, no, not his brother. Not not Show. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Show Show's mo. Yeah, when he went to save the um the nun yeah, yeah, from yeah. um Fire um Force Five. Oh, and yeah. basically, like how the cat, the captain of that one, her her thing was basically. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. No, you ain't got to put the mic to me. I just gotta remember. Yeah. yeah cap- was that the flower chick? Yeah, that's the flower. Okay, okay, that was the flower chick. Remember. Like Iris. Like I, I, Iris. Cap- like captain Iris. Was with her, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Ra- she was raised okay, with her. Okay, and it was wrong. like her speech was like how like you know she grew up and everything she knew to be pure was evil in a world that was just becoming more evil. Mm-hmm. So why be good anyway? Mm-hmm. And um, Shinra was like, well. People already think I'm evil, but in my heart, I know I'm a hero. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save you. And she was like, how can you save me? And it's like, first of all, you're not he even. Yeah, he be- <laughs> yeah, he beat her ass. But it's like, he was like, <laughs> no, for, it was like, it was very inspirational because he was like, a hero never lets the situation determine if they're a hero or not. They just step up to it. And he was like, that's why I'm going to save you. Then he kicked the shit out of her. <laughs> and, it. It, and it was like, yo, like, it Man. No, for real. It All was right, like, bro. it was funny, but it was also inspirational. Where it's like, yo, in a world where like he's lost everything, he hasn't lost sight of who he of is. Who he, is. Yeah. he hasn't let like his mother's death, the mystery of show, the fact that everyone thinks he caused the death of him. Call him the devil. Yeah, call him like everyone calls they him devil. This man's name. They really do, and but it's like he never lets that stop him from doing what's right, and that's why like that was like one of my favorite moments. In the show. All right, I'm gonna say um. Mm. I don't want you to lose your point. Oh, mine's a uh, different show. Oh, okay. So. I'm going to say, so I love where you guys are mm-hmm. with Fire Force. I'm going to tell you this. Remember, no, for real, because Fire Force, because uh, I've read that one too, and I'm caught up with that completely. Fire Force plays a lot on the who people think you are motive. Oh. And there's a point in the story where Shinra's like who Shinra is plays a huge part in how people think who he is because um I, I know they've touched on it. I think, I don't know if they've touched on it that early, but there's a thing called Adola. Adola. Mm-hmm. So Adola, you know, is, so yeah, so that plays a huge part. Like it's like another dimension 
that it's basically like hell. So, but it plays a huge part because like what ends up happening, and I don't want to spoil it too much because I want you guys to like watch it and enjoy it. It, it, what plays a huge part is like who people are and who people think they are. And it's crazy because there are moments where um, Adola plays a part in who Shinra is because Shinra is the hero. He's the protagonist. He's the hero. Like, uh, so have you guys caught up completely with the anime? Or no, you guys? No, I'm okay. I'm like, I want like episode four. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard I, the part where the girl, the fifth pillar or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. So I won't, I won't go too far. But like, there's a point where like Shinra like has to really battle himself because of the fact that Adola plays an influence in who he is because he has that link because he can tap into this power. It and it's what's crazy is it's not so much as like, he, like Adola has the influence. It's how people view him, and. You know, it was like interesting to me. I, I really do enjoy Fire Force. I think it should have been. I think it should be one of the top three, because of like I think it's just really. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's, but I I would give the the new three like I would give them their credit. Um, Black Clover, Boruto, and My Hero. Hell no. I would give them their credit because I feel like when you talk about the big three, you have to talk about popularity. That's that's what makes them the big three, the new generation big three. I feel like maybe Demon Slayer might have kicked Boruto down though just because of their recent success the if only, it continues the only reason that, that that Demon Slayer doesn't is because Demon Slayer is short that is true that's, that's why true. like it's long term it, wise yeah you have to think that's gonna be one of my counter arguments for like one now and like mm-hmm. greatest anime like I don't think like the length all the time just justifies it because it's like like One Piece people rule it out because it's so long but I personally think it should, should be considered because it's so long it, even though there's a lot of episodes like the reason why I agreed to watch it is because I do enjoy a show. If it's done correctly, I like a long show yeah. because I like seeing the side characters get development. I like seeing things fall into place. And my brother said the big thing about One Piece is all the stuff that you think don't play a role in something that's just some that side stuff. Wrong. He's like, that shit comes back 200 episodes later. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? And I've seen a little bit of it so far, but he was like, because I'm only on episode like 100 and something or 200. So I forget where I'm at. But like he's like, right now you're in the build-up period where it's setting the stage, and you're gonna go to a point where it's like it's gonna do callbacks all the time. And I'm like, but I love a point that you made about like the message behind the anime, mm-hmm. because even to a point with Fire Force, I've almost felt like Show is like his mirror reverse mm-hmm. image of whereas Shinra fights against what everybody thinks, Show so just does what's yeah. accepted expected of him, and so it's like trying to save each other from themselves, and it's a weird juxtaposition. But I think. If we're looking at messages, a lot of anime, this is why I think animes do better than a lot of animated American shows is because there is a message behind almost every anime you watch. Here's an author or a uh, artist who has thought this through and is like, I want this to express that point. And I think that goes with what you're saying about what makes a good anime. I think it's one that has forethought and one that you're watching. You're like, damn, I get the human part of this because even for me, Hunter Hunter is like one of the top tier. And the messages throughout oh, that it's show, yeah. it's like uh, you sit there and you're like, and I then when I found out that's the same dude who did Yu Yu Hakusho, I was like, makes sense to me. Like that's per- because the Chimera Ant arc. If anybody who hasn't watched it, number one, it's heavy. That's the best arc. But the messaging behind that arc is so strong. Like sometimes it's very on the nose, and other times you have to think Great about it. it. And that's what I love about anime, like that has those types of moments. Mm-hmm. That's why like Cell is the best arc of Dragon Ball Z because it was like that moment. Where like when Goku was going, Gohan was going against Cell, and Goku was just like, 
You got it. You got it. And Piccolo was like, yo, he's, he's shut up. Yeah. Like, yo, you not, like, built exactly. Uh -huh. And it was like, Go, Goku, you fight because you like it. He fights like it because you. he has to survive. Yeah. He fights because, like, for you, yeah, you're his, his you're his hero. That's what he does this for. He does not do this for the love of it. He does this for the love of you. Mm -hmm. So he does not fight with that same fire that you have. Mm -hmm. So until he realizes that, he's not gonna get he to his. Like, oh, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna get to his full potential. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. So I'm really gonna need you guys to go and watch Dragon Ball Z abridged because it touches on that point first of all um shout out to team four star i mm -hmm. mean because they their voice acting was so incredible later on it's like they've literally created another show itself but they touch on that point so perfectly and because piccolo in the bridge version says no goku was like um what he's been with us this whole time and piccolo was like because you are either dead training or somewhere else, or both. And he's like, he did, he went. He's like, he went to the time chamber. He's like to spend time with you. The series I wish was more on the nose about that because that is literally Gohan's entire character development. Is I want to spend time with my dad. He thinks fighting is more important, so I'm gonna fight with him, even though I want to do. Yeah, yeah, I want to do like my mom has been teaching me. I want to read books, and it's like crazy because then you get after Goku dies, a son that is just like him. That would have been per like imagine, and I listened to some of these what ifs. Imagine Goten in Gohan's place mm -hmm. and having that potential oh, would have been totally been, different. Been been yeah, yeah, it would have been that great. Goten is what Goku wanted for Gohan. Yeah, and but it's I sad think when you watch Super sometimes because mm -hmm. you can see it. And I think at that point though, it's too late because Goku's already accepted the fact that they're not going to be fighters like him, so he can't really rely on them. And it's yeah. crazy because at the end of the day, it's like, um, and the bridge touched on it. Cause it's funny, cause um, Goku goes to this plan. He was like, "Why do you think I let Vegeta and Trunks go into the um, time chamber first? It's because I knew Vegeta was gonna get out and mess it up. He said I knew it was gonna happen." But see, right there, though, I'm gonna tell you one thing that used to piss me off. Goku can choose when he wants to be smart, yep. and then he can just all of a sudden be like, "But you know what? I do just want to fight." And all of a sudden, that's smart. Like I love. That's the thing that I think keeps him different for me from Super from the end of Dragon Ball Z because I felt like we actually saw growth within Goku from the beginning of Z to yeah. the end. Super is the only thing that cuts that shit apart because for us to go from Goku being like, oh, I understand, you know, I'm what I'm here for, da, 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 to just being like, oh, I've never kissed my wife. What? That's, and like, I think I've that, that the, <laughs> the writing in Super is trash. Like, so Yamcha is their father. <laughs> <laughs> Yamcha gets shitted on so much, yo. But it's like, I, I, sometimes he deserves He was a kind of arrogant asshole. But my thing was, people forget, Yamcha used to wax Goku back in the day. Yamcha like, he, he was, he was, he was Master Roshi's best student. No, that's it, for real. Like, why, Master Roshi? Why? But literally, though, like, for me, Goku's character, especially after he comes back from the dead in the Boo saga, was full circle. I was like, this is yeah. where he should be. That's the maturity level where it's like, I know I can beat your ass. I still want to get stronger, but I realize I can't be playing games. The pivotal moment in the Boo Saga. I, okay, no, I, that was a good moment. But no, the pivotal moment was when Majin Vegeta came back. He had blew up that whole stand of people. And Goku was like, fuck. I gotta do this. Like it wasn't even so much as Goku he loves the fight. Like, Yo, like, step out the way. When he put the energy blast to, to um Kabito's face, it was like, I'm giving you a choice. You either move or I'm gonna kill you. And he was like, You can't kill me, I'm a Kai. 
Goku he just don't say that. He's just like he charges it up, and I think like, I was like, oh, that was a very like almost called a fade. Yo, yo, for real, for real, like it was just crazy because they were linked. <laughs> what's crazy about that scene when you think about just like for for me in my opinion Z was better just because the levity of the moment was heavy because we had just seen Piccolo say I can't fight him yeah, yeah. I refuse oh my god is that who I think it is and for that to happen and Goku to put his hand up like I don't care who like, you are yeah, like, and I was like that's the most and also it's crazy that's the most saying we have ever seen Goku Goku. act. Mm -hmm. If he had had that switch knock, that's exactly how he would act 24-7. And that's what I was saying. I think that was the moment where Goku has come to terms with it. Because remember, Goku's been dead for like, what, over the last couple of years. He's been dead. He's done nothing but train. He's unlocked Super Saiyan 3, which is more in touch with his Saiyan self. So at this point, at like 40, his early 40s, he's more Saiyan and more person. Like, he's less human, more Saiyan. Because he hasn't had any human connections over the last seven years. It's it's been, he's been constantly fighting. So at this point, he's like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I, like when he comes back, he eases up a little bit. But he's like, no, fuck this. I got to save the earth. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and Kai's like, no, you can't fight. I gotta, you, you're building you energy. He's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about Boo. I'll wash Boo after I wash you. And it's going to be, it is what it is. That moment was just two Saiyans about to go at it like yeah. i feel like that's exactly what they had back in the day like that brutal barbaric mm-hmm. shit like vegeta because we found out later that vegeta is really not being controlled this is just what he wants well, to do yeah. both of them are going on saiyan instinct in that scene there's mm-hmm. no goku vegeta personalities loving their wives and it's literally just we've been meaning to have this fight it got postponed for all these years what's let's this? go ahead and do it and then for the fact that goku didn't even give this man his all is what's terrible low key because I'm like you couldn't even you, come on bro. Oh, it would have it killed Vegeta. It would have killed Vegeta. Because he found out about it later, he was like, "I know your <laughs> secret," and I was like, "What did Goku do?" And then Goku was like, "Oh yeah, my fault." I can't even control it. <laughs> oh my god. Now I always want to switch gears for a second because it's like I remember having this discussion with my cousin because he's deep in anime, and when it comes to certain things, we rule it out like. People don't count Avatar as anime. Oh, no, thank you. And I understand why. People don't count like something like Samurai Jack as anime. I know people count Teen Titans like as I, per- I, pers- I personally don't. I get why, but I personally don't. But it's like th- some of those reasons I think is unfair because it's like basically he, he told me the definition. He was like, Aaron, like an anime is a Japanese thing. It's made there. And I was like, so what are you saying about an anime made in America that are like derivatives from that Japanese style? He was like, Avatar is a cartoon. I said, then what's an anime? Just a Japanese cartoon. I was like, so is American soccer not soccer? Because it wasn't really from here. So, like, like. I disagree with you and I agree with you, though. No, I feel the same way. Like, there's parts where I agree and where I disagree, too. I think that the, thing, the difference is, is that um, Avatar took, like, a lot of inspiration from um, not just Japanese, but, like, Chinese culture as a whole yeah. to the point where, like, you kind of. The writing feels like it's an anime. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like you said, it's a cultural experience when you watch it. I think that there's nothing wrong with saying that there is American anime. I think that there are definitely some cases of that. Um, I think, like, you think about, um, what is that show? Biotic, uh, Symbiotic Titan. That might have been a good one. Um, I think, But I think that what makes an anime an anime is that, one, you have to be... This is why I couldn't call like Samurai Jack anime, because I feel like a lot of American cartoons was made to entertain kids, 
like it was they were made with the kids in mind they were made with the with the thought of like okay we got to keep these kids still this is the point of the cartoon they got to watch it anime does not give a fuck about the audience ages they are like like um dragon ball z was dragon ball had a 10 year old kid out here looking up bulma skirt because he did not understand the complexities of gender at that point because he's been raised in the woods like you know, <laughs> you know. And it's like, and it's like that's a fair point, and that's where it's like I get where people disagree with the argument. Like I'm not gonna be like what? Like I'm not angry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But it's like there are definitely elements you see in, like in Avatar where oh, it yeah. feels like an anime, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, it was like I hit him with the analogy of baked goods. I was like, even though you have brownies and I have cookies, they both still dessert. They both still baked goods. I think that it's not so much as. Um, I think it's not so much as the the category that you put them in. I just think that you have to accept it that they're all cartoons, yeah. but then when you break it down, like they're all baked goods, but you got brownies, then you got cookies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's perfectly fair. And that's yeah. perfectly reasonable why people disagree with it, and I completely get it. And it's like, you know, we look at, like you said, Samurai Jack. I get why some people count it, but me, I personally don't. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Teen Titans. I get why some people count it. Me, I personally don't. But it's like with elements of some things, especially coming out now, like I follow like a black artist who draws his own anime comics, and he's, like, in California. So it's like, is that not anime? Because it's not Japanese, and it's, like, it's pretty damn good to me because he was, like, inspired by, like, Sailor Moon to, um... Oh, yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, OIG. You know who I'm talking about? Uh Like, his comics are actually really, really good, and it's, like, I hope that he gets this, like, as a TV show someday, but it's, like, basically the premises of, like, that argument, now you're saying that what he's doing is not anime because it's not Japanese, Mm -hmm. but technically it still is. Okay. So I think that for me, one of the big differences, because I think when people think anime, no one can ever tell you a distinct characteristic mm-hmm. because there's not a specific art style. There is not a specific storyline because you have shown, you have Shannon or what the other ones are called, but like you have all these different kinds. The difference I think being is in Japan, they don't have the same, they haven't had the same stigma about anime that we've had. So they've been able to evolve with it and have ones that are just about cooking or ones that are about science like Dr. Stone and then you can go to a Dragon Ball Z or a Black Clover and it's all over the like map. Yeah, uh, Food Wars, I ain't gonna cap. It, it, yeah. I was like, how do you I'm on season like three and I'm like, why am I still watching? But I gotta find out. And it's like, yo, like you wouldn't think cooking would be that yeah, that's it. entertaining. Nigga, it just, was the same thing with basketball, tennis, know, and no, no, volleyball. You, no, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, there's a short anime called, um, um, what you call it? Some, Ways of the House Husband. Mm-hmm. That shit was hilarious. I had a great time. It's about a former like Yakuza member who like, he just be chilling at the house. house. He do ordinary tasks <laughs> to the extreme. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious, yo! It's it's like five episodes, but it's like episodes within the episodes. But it's funny as shit. I mean, but, but I definitely get it. I definitely it's get it. and also I think here's the difference. Time is moving on, right? And I think we're just getting to a point where now people who were watching anime religiously in America are coming of age and can create it now. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, and also we do have a lot of Japanese Americans. Mm-hmm. So I think that what I would love to see is for there to be a subgenre almost developed from American artists that put things out, whether they're Japanese, American, or whether they're just, you know, people who want to put it out, as long as it's in the vein of, I think for me, here's the difference between a cartoon and an anime. I think an anime has that strong, deep meaning behind it to the point of, maybe this meaning's not for children, maybe it is, but, you know, you'll see. Whereas a cartoon, I think, it's difficult because, like, a lot of cartoons, it's all about the laugh. Like, that's where it's all about, but there are some anime like that, too. I also think, like, um, 
I'm sorry, I am going to cut you off. I also think that the difference between the two medias is that I'll use, well, that, and I'll use Hunter Hunter as a as an example, because you've watched Hunter Hunter all the way through. Okay. All right. So, Hunter Hunter, you got Gone, you got Kill. Both of those come from, I'm not going to say Gone was real tragic, because Gone's perspective on life wasn't tragedy. But he did, you know, he was really, you know, but then you got Kill, who's literally bred. Yeah, like he's bred in darkness. Like Kill is darkness. And, you know, there's a moment where um, Gone basically says, like, Gone's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're my friend. And Kill's like, no, I'm glad that you're, you know, and he's thinking and saying, like, I'm glad that you're my friend because you are the light. Like, you are the reason that I, you know. And what's crazy is that that lesson has been, it was, it started in season one with the Hunter exams. And they grew into that point where they were able to have that open-ended conversation. And then when you get to the end where Gone is like, you know, dead and Kill is like, no, I can't let him die. And, and he is literally risking everything to save Gone. And it's like at the end when they have to go their separate ways because it's like, I can't be with you right now, everything like that. That one lesson was emphasized for the whole show. All episodes, like all the way through, and oh no, no, that's the perfect example because it's like once again I'm gonna go back to Avatar because it's still like talked about like real things within the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh no, go I, ahead, go I, ahead. I was, I was like, where, what was I going with that? Okay, so with that being said, I think that the other the reason that it doesn't cartoons don't hit the same as anime is because when you're sitting there and you're looking at those lessons, cartoons do teach lessons, but they are episode based lessons. Like Avatar had the notion of yes avatar i say maybe the closest that we have Some to an anime yeah. adventure time, damn show was better. you know what's crazy <laughs> is that adventure time regular show shows like that uh especially adventure time mm-hmm. i thought adventure time was like this playful show about nothing mm-hmm. until i really watched it sat down i'm gonna tell you another one that's my hands down favorite mm-hmm. steven fucking universe great story didn't care for the show I, I, I respect the story. I yeah, like, no, Steven Universe, hands down, was, like, one of my favorite. And, like, you know, at first I was like, this is a show to teach, like, to normalize homosexuality in a sense. In a because, because that's what I thought initially. Because, you know, like, you got the gems, which is, like, but it, it touched so many. Yeah, it touched. It's like, yo, like, yeah, it does. And it's like. Like I didn't mean to like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to like snatch the mic from you, Joe. But it's like that's the thing. It's like shows like that do it because it's like the main thing in Avatar. Like a few main things was like one was Aang was understanding being the Avatar because it's one thing that I felt personally relatable through the show is like we all are destined for something and we all ask why. Mm-hmm. No one ever was will tell you why because nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And even he couldn't get that answer from his past lives because it was like we're still different than you. We're still not just of different nations, but a different people. Mm-hmm. You had an avatar who didn't give a fuck about being an avatar un- mm-hmm. until his girlfriend died. Like, you got Avatar Roku, who was honestly the That's biggest, like, yeah. was <laughs> like, he was such a peaceful person that it hit him that sometimes doing this job is dirty. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, and Kiyoshi was one. Kiyoshi, yeah. and like, Avatar Kiyoshi hey, took being an avatar. Every chance she got. Yeah, like, for her. real. That's why she was successful as an avatar. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's she why That's decisions. why she she, she made the hard, hard she made the hard decisions. And it's like Aang, mm-hmm. like, you got to look at it like he was a monk. He was raised to violence is always the last resort. Martial arts. Sometimes niggas got to catch 
and th- and that's basically what all the lies were telling him was like, hey, unfortunately, you're gonna have to do what goes against what you want to do, and it's like take it from us, like Avatar Wong, like I'm a peaceful person too, but I had to leave the Air Nation to do my duties as an Avatar. It is about growing up, and like same thing with Zuko, like when he talked to his father, and it was like, I don't need you, mm-hmm. I don't need your approval. Like I've already been grown, like I've no? like I've already been me, and uh, for real, and it's like it was like. Oh, Oh, well, Uncle Iroh? Oh, 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 yeah. But it was like, oh, so you learned that from your uncle. Like, nah, I learned that. I learned that. And it was like things you like soccer realizing he's more than just a part of the team. Yeah. Like, if you realize that the it's team, like, on. and that's the thing. It's like, bro, like, literally the team could not function without you. He was his age and just what he had, like, this is another reason why I will agree to an extent that Avatar could be considered one is because there is that buildup of the characters yes. from the beginning to the end. Like, a lot of cartoons, if you look at episode, like, the first season and compare it to the last, they ain't that different of characters. Like, they, you know, had some growth. But, like, Avatar, you look at them, you can tell each one has they grown exponentially. You know what? I, I, knew it was, I knew it was a really pivotal moment from season one Katara to season two Katara. Oh, yeah. When Katara gets named a master waterbender, and she's like, her whole tone with Aang changes. Because remember, she was playful and everything like that, but then she's like, I got to be your master. No, 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 no. Which is, yeah, which is weird, but... In the long run, but like, it makes sense as to her character. But it was crazy when you think about it, though, because that point was emphasized later when they were over in the Fire Nation. When they were in incognito, they were hiding and talks like, why the fuck is she being my mom? And Sokka oh, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah see? And Sokka and and was like, was like, like that's all how she knows is to take care of people. She said, that's then, all she knows. And what was crazy for me was when Sokka was like, I can't remember my mom's face. All I remember is seeing Katara. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you see the, the evolution. The look is what's probably even more. They, yeah. yeah, and the evolution of the characters from start to finish. Avatar is the closest cartoon that you have to being an anime because of that longevity, because you have those pillar moments like Aang doesn't kill. Aang don't fight. Aang will hit you with a blast of air and then do his own thing. But, and you know, at the end, he's like, I just, I can't do it. But he literally, at the end, he was like, I have to go against everything I believe to protect the world. And And I swear to God, the only thing that saved him from betraying who he was was plot because if you yeah, would yeah. not yeah. have met the sea turtle and the I'm, lion turtle it was it was over oh, he yeah. would have to kill he would have when, killed. He, when he learned spirit bending yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i'll be honest that's one of those things where okay in certain animes i understand like i think hunter hunter did with gone what they were kind of trying to do with ang in avatar and i say that by Gone starts out with this beautiful worldview where everything, and even me watching, and I realized after I watched the first episode again, I'm like, because the first episode, you might watch it, and you're going to think, it's just about a kid doing what? And then you're like, no, the first episode is his worldview. It's just, it's literally kiddie because, like, that's what he knows. And I think that uh, Hunter Hunter evolves through Gone's eyes Uh because the series gets darker as he realizes, oh, it ain't going to be all right just because it's going to be all right. And I think that's the thing about Avatar. That's why I like Korra, uh, Legend of Korra a little bit better. Uh, uh, okay, not. <laughs> let me make. I, I want to say if I have a step back. The no. tone. The t- let me. Okay, not the writing exact, but in Korra, I felt like they were not afraid to be like, "No, nah, this motherfucker is dead now because you failed." Or like when the Earth Queen, like her, literally. No. I, that's what I'm wanting. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zaheer is the best villain from Avatar. Yes, yes, I don't yes, care. Yes, I don't yes. care. Zaheer, because that's and like, I was like and I that's agree. and that's what goes back to my point about what makes a good anime is like the villain. Mm-hmm. Zaheer literally, literally 
stood for something that I, you kind of agree with. I love you <laughs> to say this. Okay, so, yes. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Avatar Last Airbender, to me, is better than Legend of Korra because I feel like Legend of Korra was very shallow in the beginning. Yeah. They focused on the animation. The yeah, hand to hands was consolidating the good yeah. together thing. Korra had its great moments and then yes. we were like, oh, season two. That's all I got to say. Yes. But I will say this about Korra. Korra has some of the best villains I have mm-hmm. ever seen. If they had those villains in Avatar, oh, it would hands down. They had a conversation on Twitter and they said, who would win, Team Avatar or Team Korra? I said, Team Korra is washing Team Avatar. Yes. Avatar stayed in all because Korra did not give a fuck. Korra was Kiyoshi. Korra was like, yo, and I swear to God. It's got to be taken down. It's got to be taken down. I swear if I was to have any female protagonist, it would be based on Korra's personality because I love Korra as a person. But I I just want to add that too. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of had to agree with Korra's team too because it's like you look at the constructs of the team. Mm -hmm. The people who keep Aang in line are both Katara and Toph. Yeah. Toph, I felt like was Aang's best teacher, yeah. because she told you like she kept it real with you. Yeah, she was she sugarcoated. She sugarcoated nothing. Yeah, she was like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Exactly, she did the same she thing with Korra. Yeah. She was like, yeah. what the fuck are we And that and exactly, exactly. She went to the woods and chilled. Great teacher, terrible mother. Yeah, great, great teacher. But it's like you look at that team. Like Mako can handle his own. Bolin can handle his own. Asami can handle her own. Like so, you ain't no side character. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this about Team Korra. Team Korra. First of all, was that like almost a hundred years later afterwards? But like fifty something. Because Ain't died real young. So um. Uh huh. So it's like what fifty years later and everything. Like in her eighties in this. So like it's been like maybe sixty years. So you have, and you got to compensate that Korra is like, what, 16, 17 when yeah, the series like starts? 17. So, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to tell you, the, the, the thing about Team Avatar was that the evolution of bending started in their generation. Mm-hmm. You had blood bending. You had um, metal bending. You had yeah, um, lightning. And if you think about it, all those changes in bending were huge story plots for the characters yep. involved. Mm-hmm. Toph learning how to metal bend. Katara, her character, that's what I was about to say to you earlier. Her character, also, the biggest jump in growth I saw outside of that, the second one was with Hama. When she saw her take the water out of those flowers and destroy it and see your power can do more than just throw water at people. Which was wild because at the, I thought water bending was the most useless motherfucking one because I was like, because I was like, there's no water around. And when Hama was like, you see these flowers? <laughs> and then created that. I was like, oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. And even with Zuko relearning firebending, yes. that, that was a pivotal moment. It was like. Because he was matching Azula. Who and that's, was watching? And that's everybody. the thing. Like, you learned, you relearned it, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. You learned, and Aang learned the same way as you. And it was mm-hmm. like, yo, how fire is life, not mm-hmm. destruction. And those who can use it in destruction, that's what they feel. Mm-hmm. But. You went through all of this to realize, like, wow, peace really is the way. Mm-hmm. That's what Aang been talking about the whole time. You know what? Thank, thank you, bro. Uh-huh. And now it's like when they got to the two-on-one, it was like, Katara, yeah, yeah. stay on the side just, just in case. And the only, reason, the only reason it even got to the point that it did was because she Katara. cheated. Like, she yeah. hit Katara. Which, I mean, I mean, nothing's really cheating in, in the world. here's a quick thing, though, about Korra. And I have another thing I want to ask y'all. But, like, about Korra, oh, there I'm was... Sorry, I mean, 
I'm gonna cut it off in a little bit because I'm gonna end it with a question. But continue. Right. Um, the only thing that I think Core dropped the ball with they had a few loose ends where I'm like, I want to know what happened with Sokka. I want to know yeah. what happened with uh, Zuko's sister. Did she stay crazy or did she get it together? So a lot of that stuff. I can answer this because I know there was like uh, talk about this old woman in one of the scenes that could have been her. But I'm like, no. Nah, if it was her, we'd have known. So what happened to Sokka was he was assassinated. But we don't not know by who. And that's why, like, I'm glad Avatar Studios... I mean, hit your share. That's why I'm glad Avatar Studios is expanding because they're going to touch on that gap. So I want him to be the father of at least one of Toph's kids because I was like, that... They, they had a dynamic. They, There's a theory about that. That Lynn might be... But, um, yeah. So, a lot of um a lot of Zuko and Azula's backstory are, are touched up in the comics. Okay. Were, it's like I know a, his mother's dealt with them in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a point in time where, like, I think, like, chapter... It's like, what, four comics or whatever that emphasize like what happens afterwards yeah because i mean but that's what i think everybody wants is the fact that like you get to a point where uh Korra was good but i think everybody still wanted more of aang i think we had got to the point where the animation for last airbender everything was like pretty good we saw aang loosen up we kind of wanted to see more of that it's because we saw Korra at the age i think we wanted to see aang and i think that i think that was a huge point too but i will say this and i'll let uh, Aaron ended um, with his question. I think that Avatar Last Airbender is better than Legend of Korra, but I will always say this. Legend of Korra hit some points that I think Avatar Last Airbender wouldn't even be able to touch on. Oh, yeah. Oh, when oh, you yeah. when you talk about Korra. That last scene? Just the last scene alone. I was like, they never would have done that. Oh, no, 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 no. I, with, with, as far as that scene goes, that was, I think, as hands down, I praise Nickelodeon because they, they, they were like, yes. Like, Y'all pulled the trigger. You know, and I was like, fuck yeah, pull yeah. it because, you know, that was something that we all was like. Because people don't realize that anime, if you look at the true anime, its culture is diversity. Mm-hmm. Str- or like Hunter Hunter, for example, the trans awareness that you get from that show yes. from Kilua's family. Yes. I like just the way he treats his sister because what you said earlier made me spring off of it. His friendship with Gon is the only reason he was able to be there to support his sister. Yep. And that to me, I was like, it, it blew my mind because I was like, he Kilua, uh, Kilua was literally the best big brother in the world mm-hmm. to his sister because he was like, I don't care how you dress, I don't care how you, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't care if you're a demon that can kill people with wishes. I don't wishes. care what or who you are. You're still I my sister, you, and you're my sibling, and I'm here for you. And I can do it because I learned from Gon because Illumi was gaslighting me. Yep, and I think that the other part about that was was that that was what that writer did, though. Mm-hmm. He he had a really good way of taking a character's personality and emphasizing it and browning it out more because... Mm-hmm. Um, if you could just write one chapter. Right, but so because like Gaunt, like you said, I think it was a very good point of Gaunt's perspective with regards mm-hmm. to um, how he was in the beginning versus how he was in the end. Mm-hmm. Right around the time that he fought, uh, what's her name? The ant. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot her name. The, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The cat ant. Yeah. So when you when he basically yeah when he basically lost his life with that, it was a dark transition. But you also see it with Yusuke. When Yusuke starts off in the beginning, he's like, fuck demons, we're going to kill them, we're going to do what we got to do, I don't really care. To when he realizes that he is part demon and that demons eat humans, it was a point I remember in that show where it was like, they were like, so it was like, he was like, well, I can't really tell the demons to not eat because they can't starve themselves. He said, but I don't got to fucking like it. You know what I'm saying? So it was. That's why Yu Yu Hakusho is the perfect show to come back. 
and have a Hunter Hunter treatment because I think they could take the art, keep it how it was, but just upgrade it like they did Hunter Hunter. Because mm -hmm. the thing that I love about Hunter Hunter is you can tell it's a '90s, early 2000s yeah. art style that they just dressed Locked up. up. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see more that look just like that. Mm -hmm. But you're exactly right. Like that, it's there are certain authors where if you find out who wrote certain ones, you're like, mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense because there is nothing but illusions in Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter yes. all the way through. Yes, the illusion of happiness, the illusion of peace, the illusion of like. Mm -hmm. Just that positive notion sure. when it's like the the illusion of security. Mm -hmm. That is like the Gold biggest breaks. one. And you sit like his break in that series when he realizes Kite's not coming back. He's been dead the whole time. She lied about being able to bring him back. Mm -hmm. I thought she was telling the truth because I believe when people are mm -hmm. and you just see his whole perception of reality in the world shatter. I knew I knew Gon was gonna break when he looked at Kill. He was like, It's easy for you because you don't care. And I was like, oh, he would never talk to Kill like that back mm. in the day. Like, Gon always was honest, but he was, you know, I think that that was the point, the shift. That was the point where Hunter Hunter stopped being so much about Gon's adventure to now it's like, we're in a war. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah, we don't really have time for friendship. We don't really got time for this shit. Like, Kill was like, you know what? Fuck it. You're going through it. I'm going to let you go through it. But I got your back. Because when he went to go fight the other ant, and he was pissed off, he was like, all right, I got some steam I got to blow off. Man. Charged up and whooped his ass. And then and it's called it at the end. Wow. When the Phantom Troop popped up and oh handled like God. half of them, I was like, all right. That's it. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm over here. I'm checking updates. I'm listening. I'm like, God damn, it sounds gruesome, but peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to round out the show by just asking this one question. Greatest anime ever, in your opinion, and real quick, why? I'll go first. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, to me, I think it's one of the great. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. I got it. Number one. Like, I put above everything else. Nothing compares to it. The reason I'm asking is yeah. because, like, me and my roommate were having this conversation. He said Naruto is the greatest anime ever, and I asked him why. He was like, bro, like, look at the popularity and look at the money it made. I said, but what the fuck does that have to do with the story? I'm saying, and it's like, like, you know, like, he's just a business-minded person, so I get it. I'm like, I'm not going to knock it. I was like, but the reason I'm not going to count it is because Naruto got popular because people who really aren't into anime started started watching it. Like, I, you know, it was a gateway anime, and it's like, no knock on it, but it's like... Yeah, which which does make it important. I'll give you top ten. It's yeah. definitely top ten. Hell, for some yeah. people, top five. But I'm not giving it the number one spot because not a lot of genuine watchers watched it. They watched one episode, like yo, this is fire, and then didn't pick it back up till like way later. I was, I was I can't really say what the greatest is of all time because I think that's a matter of opinion, and I can always pick out one thing I don't like about an anime. I think that the the greatest anime of all time would have to be an anime in which I watch it completely through, and I'm like. I have no problems with this at all. This is a perfect anime from start to finish. But I would say my favorite is Yu Yu Hakusho, like I've stated before. And the reason I say that is because, um, like we were talking about earlier, it touches on real life things, like the, the concept of judging a book by his cousin, alcoholic mother, death was a huge big thing. No father figure. Like yes, the stakes were high, everything like from start to finish. And like the realization of the fact that, because Yusuke was always grown from the start. But then it touches on the fact that the matter is like Yusuke was a 14-year-old kid when he became a spirit detective. A lot of anime throw kids into like danger and we don't really think about it. But this nigga had to go to school and was like, I ain't got time to go to school, man. I got to go save the world. And like no one gives a fuck about it. And I think that the evolution of like 
characters too from like his rivalry with Kuwabara to them becoming best friends to like seeing like Kuwabara die and then they, he has to like realize like it's my fault because I didn't want to step up and do what I had to do to hear like going like I can't fucking stand humans I still can't stand humans but I, guess I'll but I respect you enough so I'll rock with you and I'll protect Karama the humans like, I'll and then oh yeah Karama and then I think that like it touches on a, um that topic as well because a lot of people thought well Karama's a girl Karama's a boy a lot of people had a a lot of people had problems with it because of Karama's feminine ways. Uh, and I was like, Karama is I like... I thought Karama was Karama, for real. I thought Karama was one of the best characters in the show because, hands down... That whip, the rub, come on. Come I think on. because it was a scene in which Karama sat there and I was like, oh, this motherfucker's the deadliest one on the team. Was that the uh, tournament? Yeah, I was like... Spores or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Karama, like... All of them are pretty straightforward. All of them fight. Karama, dead ass, was the one I was like, I was a little scared. I was like, he's oh, he's a problem. And I think he that, and not only that, but he's manipulative in general because of his intelligence. And he's like, he's you know, box, when he was getting ready to murk, um, it was like, he, when he, oh, when he murked that kid in the end with the psychic, with the powers in the game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and Karama was like, no, you wanted to sit here, you wanted to do this. It is what it is. Karama gives me uh, muted Weiss vibes. Like if Weiss was Yo. a character <laughs> and actually had stakes in the game, like that, he is very much Weiss where it's like, I'm really powerful and yeah. I got my own perception. So, da da. Yeah. Like, like, he, uh, he was the best. <laughs> I think for me, and I've said it a lot, a lot of it has to do with when you watch and what you're going through in your life at the time, I think. Because like, you're going to be more informed by something that's about, for example, Black Clover is about never giving up. That's what that show is entirely about. It's like push past your limits. Don't give up and be the best you can be. And I respect it. Like, I love it. And it's like if you're at a time in your life where you don't feel hopeful, that's a great thing to watch. So that might be that person's best anime ever. For me, I can only speak to the me of today, right? And I think that especially the pandemic gave me a lot of time to watch a lot of animes. For me, I've said it before, but Hunter Hunter to me is the – now. I'll clarify. I know it's not over ended yet, so that's the only struggle that I have with it is that the author is still working his way through it as slow as he I, can. I just wish he just ended right there. Like, yeah, ah, like, and I'll be honest, Hunter Hunter, the show ends in a way where if you didn't know the manga continues, you would be like, and I would be happy with it. So that's where I'll say that's another thing with it. And also, Hunter Hunter is one of those where I can go to any arc and find something I want to watch. Yep. Like, I, rewatchability, I think, is a big part where it's like, Learning something new when you see something again, that to me tells you a good anime because it's like, oh, I wasn't even paying attention to that first go around. And then you watch it through. For example, uh, my brother mentioned something about Dragon Ball Z with Vegeta where I never really thought about, I always thought the him turning into Majin Vegeta was just, at first I thought it was out of nowhere because I was like, I thought we'd been dealt with this, da, da, da. And my brother was like, no. Oh. They planted the seeds throughout. And then you saw at the end of Cell Saga when he's looking up at the sky being like, I have no purpose anymore. Yep. Kakarot's gone. It's like, of course he's going to take this last chance to fight Goku when he can. Like, uh, So it's stuff like that where I think now DBZ for me gets that honorary best mention just because of my childhood, da, da, da. But the older I've gotten, I've been able to see the flaws in DBZ storytelling. Like, It's definitely a nostalgia-based love because I'm like, why didn't y'all just do this and make this wish and do that? And okay, so Goku's an idiot. Okay. like, But, I mean, for me, it's just Hunter Hunter is too many characters that I just can't choose from. Like, I, you can pick any arc in Hunter Hunter and I can have a different favorite character and tell you why. Mary Ann Hart is my favorite, especially when Kill goes through. I'm going to be Kill real, though. I took a break when I saw them unload the clip in that one girl. That's another story. But when I saw that, I said, we're going to take a two-week break, and we're going to come back from hiatus and check it out. 
Um, but I think the last part about it, I'll just say is for me, it's just having side character de characters developed mm -hmm. is a thing that is a trait of a great anime because I don't like, like for example, Dragon Ball Super Piccolo is still there as a babysitter, bro. He is literally a babysitter, and Chi Chi made him help him clean the fields. That's all. To me, that is a waste of everything we built up in the other series. So that is what can drop a thing from not being a good series. But if you've got one that from start to finish, like Karapika at the beginning of Hunter Hunter, and him in that last sequences is the boss in that chair, like that growth is what I'm looking for in the top one. So to me, Hunter Hunter, hands down. What about you? Um, I'm going Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I was. I, I, I definitely agree. I'm going Cowboy Bebop because it's like back to the conversation about length. About length, like you can make a solid anime long, like One Piece, or you can make a solid anime one season. That's two seasons, right? Um, Cowboy no, Cowboy Bebop is it's one season. Oh, really? It's one season, like a little over twenty episodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's like it tells everything. It touches on why Spike Spiegel is who he is, like why the team formed, and it's like they're not heroes. Like that's the the great premise of the show is like they're not your typical protagonist. Like if the Suicide Squad was an anime, this would be it. He's like, he's like, like I'm not a hero, lady. He's like, a murderer, yo, and that's murderer. and that's what it is. It's like, yo, like you made me like people I'm supposed to hate, and you made a great show that touched on all of them, built everything up to a great point, great music, great villains, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. They really won't shit, but <laughs> like they was villains, but they won't villains. They, they was there. They were. They was just bad guys for the bad guys. It was like we the bad guys, and it's like that's why I liked it because like that's why I'm gonna give it the greatest. Just because you gave me everything in a short span of time, and it resonated very well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely. Like that's how I was like weary by Fire Force, and then like I watched the first episode, and within the first three minutes, I was like, I'm sold. Yeah, when he saves the the girl, I was like, that's I was it. like, yeah. I'm watching See, this. What I worry about with some is there are some that build up perfectly, that give you everything you're looking for, and in the last quarter they fumble the ball so hard like that you Game can't even watch. Yeah, that you can't even watch the beginning no more. Like Game of Thrones, I can't even. I, I don't even want to watch the beginning no more because of how they ended it. And some anime I think are like that where they'll make a choice at the end where it's like. Y'all just said, fuck it, huh? Like, y'all, it was last day in the office, and y'all just was like, we're just going to have these characters do this. Like, that, I just can't, I can't get what I think. If it's got to be a good one, it's got to be something where I love the storytelling, beginning, middle, and end. Like, it can't be a, oh, it was great in the beginning, but then it fell off because uh, my brother watched, a show, watched one of them called Promise Neverland, and he said the first season, yeah, amazing. It was so fucking Second good. season, he said, garbage. I'm sorry, I know we I know we get in touch, but I, can I please touch on that yeah, real quick? That show was so because I was like, it's not a shonen. I'm not gonna fucking watch it. But then I was like, I saw it. Everybody could talk about it. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch it. It's good. And then it just fumbled. That's like, some anime and I was like, bro, like it was because when you start learning about why they're being raised and everything like that, I was like, okay. And then you find out like it was like season two was like I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not even let the same show. <laughs> let me drive the boat. I got some things I can do with some humans. Um, I got one question. Um, recommended anime to watch right now. That was actually the last part of this. Um, oh, look at that! Like, look at, <laughs> uh, recommended anime for me personally, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's not your typical gateway anime like Naruto. It's something that will catch your attention. It builds on a good story. You know, it may have people have problems with the animation, and I always say animation isn't everything. Like, just it is what but it, it is. Good but like I say, season, and I, oh yeah, still a good watch. it's still a good watch. So I recommend that. I recommend Fire Force. And I what is your one that you recommend that's just shonen base level like everything's okay, and then one that's got the like action like high stakes gory like what two of those would you pick for recommendation? That's hard 
But I'm gonna just give a solid one, and I'm gonna be biased here. Watch Bleach. Okay. <laughs> just being for real, season one's gonna be slow. I think season one was good. No, season one was good, but it's slow. Like if you're not, if you're like, if you having a, if you have a, a problem, not a problem. If you like out the gate shit, this isn't it. Okay. But be six episodes in season one, and you're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But I recommend that. Okay. Um, uh, so top shonen anime to watch right now, I say Jujutsu Kaisen. That's a really heavy hitter right now. I'm reading that. Um, animation wise, it's dope. I like it because of the fact that um, you, it's like what I think Naruto should have been. Yes. When yes. when you see the relationship between um, Itadori and Sakuna, and it was like that point where uh, he's like, "Can you please help me?" And Karama would have just been like. All right, I'll help you because, like, you know, whatever. But Sakuna was like, nah, fuck you. Like, I don't owe you nothing. Yeah, like, you know, like, and they laughed at this man in his face. Like, the stakes in that show is like low key, like, oh, this is really, like, after season. Almost uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, after season, like, two ends. And well, I say season two because the the opening changes in that season. Uh But after, like, the last episode and everything like that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, they, like people don't know what's about to hit them because See, now. I, mean, I haven't seen the manga at all. So, the yeah. only thing that I've seen is the first season. And I know the movie's coming out. So, is it going to mm-hmm. get even better? Oh, so, like, literally, it gets to the point where. Because, you know, like, Gojo is, like, that guy, like he comes in and saves everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got to. We got to. I, I love it because the writer's like, no, we got to. We got to make this We're shit. We're still going to let him have some more yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something about this motherfucker. So you know that's good. Um, I would say as far as like underground gory anime, I don't really have one. I'm gonna say because you know I was like watching Tokyo, I was watching Tokyo Ghoul and it really started off good and it just it just ended like bad on that. Um, you know what I say? I say Full Metal Alchemist. It's not the it's not the goriest one. Watch Big Brotherhood Brother. first. And, yep, that's it. Big Brother. I stopped watching for a few weeks there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I say, um, but it has really good moments and stuff like that. They don't really hold back on that shit. Because, I mean, you got two kids that lose their bodies. It's like, yeah. hey, that's that's the show right there. Yep. Trying to bring back their mother and shit, you know. But shit was dark. It was dark. It was dark, but it was a good anime. Good recommendation. For me, the top two, I would say, obviously, anybody, if you haven't seen Hunter Hunter, go look at it. Just the art style alone, I will forever praise it because I love how it looks. Like, it's like... A, like it, it has where it can do adult moments and like fighting and gore, but it also can just do slice of life episodes and be like, yeah, we're just going down to learn how to fly kites, like that type of thing. And it's a good long, it's like not too long. It's one of those that builds up just the right amount. So if you like that, go for it. But I say outside of that, if we're talking about shonen style and then like underground gory, shonen, I'm going to say I love Black Clover. So definitely yeah. go watch Black Clover. Sometimes it's a slow burn in the beginning. So trust me, like you got to get through a few little things in the beginning, but like, Black Clover is amazing. And as for the other one, one that I've only seen like the first season of that if you like gore, you should watch it. I'm just not great at it. ReZero is a good show. ReZero is amazing. I can't believe I forgot about yeah. that. ReZero is what I'm Or Devil May Cry Baby. Oh, yeah. Devil May Cry Baby too. Yeah, that's another. If you're trying to get watch a dark anime, first episode, out the out gate. gate. I literally paused it like, when they got to the club. When they got to the club, I paused it. I was like, what? Wow. But... Thank you all for joining us on Woke. Special shout out to Unfiltered Brothers, to my sponsor at Chale Clothing. Thank you again, Jeffrey, for coming. Oh, go ahead, Joe. What's up? Um, so uh my brain stopped working. Oh. Okay, my bad, my bad. Okay, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah, guys, Unfiltered Brothers is doing a raffle for um, a possible paint night or um, stuff that we have going on later on in September. Um, please check us out on our social media page. Um, just type in Unfiltered Brothers. It will pop up. It's only one of us. Um, I'll get Aaron to post our link at the bottom of the page. Check out the raffle. It's a $5 raffle. You put it in. Had the possibility of winning some merch, um, some gear. Um, we have, we're going to have two winners. And if you win, you can get into our paint night at a discounted rate. So yeah, um, we're doing that over at Third. We're partnering with Third Street Brewery. So yeah, check that out, and um, uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry, Aaron. No, you're good. You had to get that out there. And my cash happened. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no projects. And then, then blue chew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, you had trouble <laughs> <laughs> y'all are best. Thank you're you for thank you. <laughs> Yo, shut up. <laughs> Thank you all. <also. laughs> That's to get 20% off the shallot glow. Yeah. Just A-A-Ron. Oh, my God. That's not the discount code. I get the discount code. <laughs> but... Definitely go check out the gear at Charlie Clothing. Please look in Unfiltered Brothers. I will tag them on my post. Thank you, Jeffrey. This has been Woke. We'll be back with more content. And Okay, thank you, Joe. Thank Yay. you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah.